Sorry, money's tight. Had to cut back on all my cons. Rom-com con, Chaka con con, Bond con, James Bond con. I wish they had conventions for stuff I like, like Miss Saigon con, or Butter Pecan con, or Breaking Into Song con. Whoa. That didn't exactly work. Con, Ooh, how about a con for the drunk guy that's about to get into a fight? Oh, it's on, con. Oh, 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 what about a con for the guy that's about to get into a fight with that drunk guy? Oh, it's on, con? Oh, it's on, con, like Donkey Kong, con. <laughs> what about one for the girl who's throwing the party, doesn't want those guys to mess up her parents' house, so damn it, Ron, why can't you and John fight out in the lawn, con? Oh, <laughs> oh you know, I've got one, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. get in on this. Shut the up. Con? That's good, man. Yeah. That's good. It's good. That's really good. It's a little hostile. It's a little hostile, but it's good. FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I am T. Sterling Watson. And I am Courtney Hinton. This is the Indie Podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. This is week number 30. And you should have $465 in your savings account if you're doing the 52-week savings challenge. And because it is July or almost the end of July at this point, it's actually, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Do you remember um, seeing those Staples commercials uh, with the, mm -hmm. um, the father who's all excited? Yeah, because the kids are going back to school. Right, right. Yeah. That's where that came from. <laughs> it's, it's not Christmas gotcha. in July. It's not Christmas in July. But that's why I broke out in a song. To, I didn't tell you about that because I wanted to surprise you and gave uh -huh. me this really weird look. But it is back to school season, and um, I was reminded of this while I was in the store, just randomly shopping for stuff and just seeing like notebooks and trapper keepers. And I'm like, you know what? I know that somebody loves this time of year because they're a nerd just like me. But did you do any shopping yet? Not yet. I'm making my. Um like my wish list. So I know mm -hmm. what I want. I just can't, I have to muster up the energy to go out uh, to Walmart or to Target or to Staples because everybody and their mom and their cousin are out. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't, I'm not really feeling that. So it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. Because and this is the time to do it too. If now, exactly. If now, if you're ever going to get the office supplies that you desire and that you love, now is the time to do it. So it's going to happen soon. Don't worry. Don't you worry. Oh, I am. I am not worried in the least. Although I know I, I was going to say I should go too, uh, to get um, a new notebook because all the um, for the podcast I like using like a flip pad, but. Uh, that recently ran out of like paper. Like I realized today, I was on the last sheet, and I'm like, oh no! But uh, I've actually purchased a, some regular notebooks. I'm like, well, let me put these to use. Let me see how this goes. Even though I already mm -hmm. ripped the page trying to like flip it up, and I'm supposed to flip it over. So yeah, shame on me. But I'll I'll figure it out, work it out. Um, but yeah, yeah, and uh, I probably should go get some more pens, even though I probably have enough. 
I think I have some even from last year because that's my thing. I love pens. So yeah. I try to make sure I always have at least one on my person. So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought I was going to have to get some new paper, some new notebooks, but I've done kind of a um, not a spring cleaning, uh, mid-year cleaning of, of sorts, and I mm-hmm. realize how much paper I actually have and how many notebooks I actually have, and it's quite insane. So Are they I don't even need close any to more. full? Some of them, yeah. I got a lot of... Um, I have a lot of paper and notebooks that, that I did use and a lot of are full, but there are mm. even more. I mean, like whole packages of, of the long legal pads, mm-hmm. not even open. So I, I guess that's a good thing because it's less money that I'll have to spend on these um, supplies. But mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's I have a, a problem. <laughs> It's I not do. a problem. It's it's because uh, um, you at least you're using them. It would be a problem if you kept buying notebooks and then you found that you have like two notebooks you haven't even like written anything in yet. So Oh, I have but, more than that. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, there are notebooks. Okay. So Oh right. yeah, I have the notebooks. Some of them I you know, most of them I have used at least once. But mm-hmm. I have more I have I have some where they're not written in waiting on that perfect moment, perfect time to, to break in the new notebook. To break it in and it just hadn't happened or I I got a new, you know, notebook before that time happened, you know. Mm-hmm. So, my collection grows. Hmm. Okay, well, maybe yeah. I'm I'm not saying what to put on the list, but maybe that's one you could leave off. Maybe, maybe. No, I'm t- no, I'm saying that I I'd have plenty of paper and I have plenty of notebooks, so yeah, that's automatically off. Okay, good. Automatically good. off. Because I know you, you save them too, which I do too. I've still got stacks of notebooks of like, I think from since high school, I think. I don't know what's in them. Wow. Uh, probably some history lessons, but because eh, you never know. I don't know. I say you never know, and what are the chances of me going back and like, oh, right. I did know about Hamilton back then. Okay. <laughs> got it. Um. As for, uh, let's see, I was uh, going to say it was back-to-school season, but it's also con season. Um, there are so many cons going on. Comic-Con just happened. Um, and as usual, kind of wish I was there. And I keep saying every year, it's like, yeah, next year I'm going to go. And then, like, the time to register and sign up has already gone and passed. By the time I even realize and forget, I'm like, ah, oh, well, I'll get it next year. So maybe next year oh, I'll like it. Well, that means it's time to look into that stuff now, right? I don't know the dates either, and I never think about it like you. I don't ever think about it until it's time to go to the con, mm-hmm. and it's way too late to do anything about it. So right. now that you know, you I'm have the that. opportunity to actually do right and sign up. Mm-hmm. I will look it up, put it in my calendar to like put in the date when you're supposed to go or sign up, register. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, because those ticket sales, they go quickly, very quickly. So um, I think even the last one I was actually aware of, I wasn't aware of it until people were complaining about Ticketmaster like crashing, I think, mm-hmm. for the New York Comic Con. Mm. Um, so, I mean, that's that's another one. So I probably, I probably would do that one first because it's closer. And, of course, Connecticut has its own con. Or kinetic, kinetic con, I think they call it. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult to say, but um, 
I wasn't actually there but last year, but I was in the area. There was a food truck, I want to call it a food truck con, but it was like a food truck fest, and that mm-hmm. was right next door to the Kinetic Con, and it was a beautiful sight of all these delicious foods from all these different trucks and all these people in cosplay just hanging out and eating these delicious foods. It was it was just a a a, a foodie blur. Yes, heaven. So it was great. It was a joy. It was had to be there, and I was there. It was great, but still, you you would ha- you would enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. It was. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's it's there will be cons, there'll be more cons in the future that you know we'll visit and have fun. Fun fun fun. Well, now At that this, I know mm-hmm. you know about them, I feel like I am obligated to be more proactive with it instead of um you know, instead of just waiting for mm-hmm. them to come around, I can be proactive in putting them on my calendar, like you said, and looking for them. And I haven't been doing that, so mm. I haven't been looking for them. Right, and then, again, like we just said, you, you once you find out about it, it's already too late. So, Or at least people that are like, oh, I'm going to this con, and then that's when they you know, find out, like, oh, it was this weekend or this weekend coming. And it's, Except for the local ones. The local ones, you probably have a better chance because, like, possibly, I'll say possibly, because, I mean, depending on where... Uh, fellow Indubian is listening right now. If you live in New York, then you probably can't get to that one because that one probably is sold out by now. So, um, but yeah, that's definitely for next year. I will be checking calendar, putting them, uh, putting those dates on there. So if I at least I will be aware of it, so then I can participate if I choose to do so. So there was a uh, Star Trek con, or rather expo, that I had went to um, that my dad took me to uh, when I was. I was we, rather. Uh, I was going to say 10, 10-ish. Um, Star Trek The Next Generation was still on air at the time, so it was around that era of Star mm-hmm. Trek. So it had both the classic Star Trek displays and um, Next Generation. Of course, Deep Space Nine wasn't out yet, so beyond that, there was nothing. So, mm-hmm. And I don't want to call it a con. It was just more of an ex- expo, exposition, because there was just all these displays um, things we could take pictures in front of or behind or around, even though we didn't. Uh, again, this was before like digital cameras too. So he was just there, kind of just showing me. Um, there wasn't a lot of people there. That I can remember that much, but it was it was interesting. It was different. I think I my dad wanted to go, to go more than he did. Yeah. I would love to go to a Star Trek con. Like love it. They had one, I think the one for this year was in Las Vegas. I don't know if it happened already or if it is happening or had, I don't know. Um, one of the writers for Fringe who actually was live tweeting with us and I didn't write his name down. I didn't even think I was going to talk about him. Uh, he went to a Star Trek thing. I really want to say it was a one of the cons, but I don't really know. It, he made me jealous a little bit. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't join you for the live tweet because I'm going to the Star Trek thing. I'm like, oh. He's so awesome, and he's a scientist too. So I'm gonna try to get him on the podcast. Maybe we'll do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, but yes, I also wanted to bring in Star Trek because today I finally saw the Star Trek Discovery teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. So they showed off it's a lot the new, of trailers. Um, I'm sorry. There are a lot of trailers. Yes, you're right. This weekend, but yeah, that one. I, I almost I was talking to someone earlier about 
hey, have you heard or have you seen all the trailers? And and so we were naming all of them, and I can't believe I forgot about that one. I guess I, it was lackluster. <laughs> I wasn't super yeah, impressed wasn't with much. it. I'm still waiting to find out who's going to be captain. So yeah, or basically well, the cast. I, it just looked. It just looked really. I, I do want to know more detail about it. I don't really know much about this TV series that's coming, but I, I'm a little, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little cautious. I don't mm. know how it's going to turn out. The CGI, which was the only thing in the, you know, is definitely a teaser. Um, right. But I, it just is a little, to me, the CGI was lacking. And I don't know if it's because it's a TV show and they just have smaller budgets or what have you, but I, you I don't know. More. Maybe I need to see more for me to believe that they're, that it's going to be done right. Yeah, uh, I, I'm kind of with you there where I, I need more to see so I can be like, okay, now I can get excited. Because mm-hmm. right now there's, okay, okay we got a ship. Um, I know some people, you know, really get, get excited about that. It's like, oh, wow, it's the, it's the new ship. This is the Discovery. But, like, hopefully, hopefully it'll be better than um, Enterprise. That, uh, I think it only lasted one season. I never watched it, but... Oh, yeah. It didn't look... Maybe that's one of those probably best left unsaid. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, I've, I haven't watched it, but I haven't heard any, anything good about it. Like, nothing. Yeah, and my dad, who is the the bigger Trekkie than I am, um, I think he struggled to watch it, and then I think he just gave up. Or maybe it was canceled. I don't know. One of them, one of the two. So yeah. either way, we're we're not we're gonna pretend we didn't have that conversation just now. Uh, the other interesting trailers, uh, the one that I'll just go ahead and, and talk about Wonder Woman because that's the one everyone seems to be watching repeated repeatedly, mm-hmm. and um, I love her theme music too. Just. Mm-hmm. It's dope. Uh, it is. It is. But uh, I think we're ready for that. We've been ready for that movie. Um, oh, yeah. We've got to wait a year for it. Um, same thing with Justice was, League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was the best trailer that dropped this weekend was Wonder Woman. Mm. Yeah. What? Uh, oh, that's LC for Luke Cage. I was trying to write, read what my notes were. Luke Cage also dropped a trailer, although Netflix dropped a whole bunch, so it was kind of confusing at first. Like, is this a Luke Cage trailer? Because I see um, Daredevil and everybody, basically. But uh, they just did a, what I guess they're calling a sizzler, and then they showed um, Luke Cage's trailer, then they showed a little teaser for Season 3 of Daredevil, um, a trailer for Iron Fist, which people are, you know, still kind of on the fence about only because of casting, um, mm-hmm. and a Defenders teaser. So mm-hmm. I'm all a lot for of a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff, and I did mention Justice League that one. Which um, did you watch that one? Because I still you... haven't seen that one. Okay, I don't want to go into further detail because based on the last film, they're looking for like things to keep everything connected. Uh, and um, I had recently watched the honest trailer for Batman v Superman, which basically just 
pointed out everything that everybody has a problem with about the film. So. Oh man, please send that to me because I'm sure, okay. I'm sure I'm going to agree with everything. Oh yeah, yeah, you will. And you be will. able to add a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I loved how they summed up what this movie or what Batman or BV, BV I'm just going to Batman versus Superman. I'm going to get tongue tied in letters. Um, I loved how they summed up what this movie was trying to do, which was accomplish like six different tasks in one film where they could have just, you know, split it up, but they're trying mm-hmm. to keep up with Marvel. So yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it's their own fault. But, um, yes, I'll also send you the justice league trailers. So you can finally watch that. Um, even though it'll be after the show and then we'll, you know, discuss whatever. Cause I mean, it, it's pretty, it's, it's got some awesome moments in it. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not going to bash them too much, but Lately, I've been pretty diehard Marvel, so there's mm-hmm. that. Jumping back to Star Trek briefly, it is their 50th anniversary. I forgot to mention that, so they've been around for 50 years. It feels like longer. I don't know how it feels like longer when I'm only 30, but... Star Trek, like... the series? Yeah. Yeah. I thought we passed that already. Huh. I, I wanted to check because I saw something was talking about... Um, just commemorating how many years. I know it's like 75 years for Wonder Woman. Um, and I guess, I, and I put it in Google's like, well, what is the anniversary for Star Trek for 2016 and came up as 50. So yeah. I, you know, I thought it was more than that too, but I think it's like 53. I just, well, I just did the math and it's closer to like, cause it, it started in 63. Okay. That's 53. That's 53 years. All right. So Google lied to me. So I'm sorry, Google but it's the 53rd anniversary. <laughs> Google's <laughs> lying to us. And the last convention here, I mean, there's still more other conventions that are going on, more that are coming. Um, apparently there are another one, but I didn't write it down. And uh, the political, I'm not a political person at all. If anything, I'll watch just, I'll, I'll, I'll watch like State of the Unions just to snark and live tweet because that's what I love doing. Um, but the Republican National Convention happened last week, and that was a bit of a train wreck that some people couldn't tear their eyes away from. And currently the uh, Democratic National Convention is happening as we record right now. Uh, it's on mute in the background, and uh, the lovely Michelle Obama is speaking right now, and I'm going to miss the Obamas. I really am. Yeah. But that's happened. Um, I would like to direct people to check out um, John Oliver from last week tonight. Well, John Oliver, he just does great things with political stuff. It's kind of interesting how comedians tend to have a better grasp and understanding of politics and are able to break it down. Mm -hmm, To his common folk. Yes, exactly. Because John Stewart was one of them, or still is, because he'll pop up on uh, Stephen Colbert's show. Stephen Colbert is another one. Um, yeah, basically any comedian, really. Uh, Daily Show and a Nightly Report. Nightly Show, sorry. I check them out from time to time just to get a grasp on what's going on in the world and break it down with some comedy. So, mm-hmm. But all these conventions are going on, and uh, I, I guess that's just the time of the year. It's just con season. So. Yeah, <laughs> con season all around. One for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nerds, politics. Um, you name back it. Back to school con. Yeah, there's <laughs> that. 
um, Rathacon. It's on Amazon Prime now. I know everyone was upset left Netflix, but those of you that have Amazon Prime, you can continue the uh, Star Trek movies over there. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So with all of that, we will take a quick break, and I will come back with some Black History news and facts and even an update from a previous Black History fact. So... Uh, even though you're not going anywhere, but stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Hey, y'all. I'm Courtney Hinton of VerveHouseCollective.com. Verve House Collective is all about creatives, entrepreneurs, and those who want to live an awesome life full of intention. Again, that site is VerveHouseCollective.com, and we'd love to see you. Hey, this is your girl, Misty Nice Afro, a.k.a. Stuff I Will, coming from behind the lemonade stand, where I'll be serving up all of your nerd and geek needs from movies, comics, TV shows, music, and pop culture. Please allow me to keep your thirst quenched with a tall glass refreshing lemonade, because nerding is hard work, and I'm sure you can use a sip. Can't wait to serve you guys. Peace out. And welcome back to the Indu Podcast. And um, think first... I'm going to give you the update of, um, of uh, a previous black history fact that I had before and talking about Henrietta Lacks because before I told you that um, there's going to be a biopic coming based on her, uh, well, not her book, but the book that her daughter wrote. It's going to be produced by Oprah Winfrey. She's actually going to be in it as well. But today it has been uh, announced who will be starring as uh, Henrietta Lacks. Um, first of all, Oprah will be in it. She'll be playing Henrietta Lacks' daughter in present day or telling the story. But hmm. going back in time, Henrietta Lacks will be played by none other than Renee El- Elise Goldsberry. Oh, so, nice. So unintentionally brought in another Hamilton reference. Yes. So, yeah, she uh, left uh, to do some greater things. I mean, she's been doing great things anyway because I saw some other stuff she was, she's been in. So, But that that is exciting to find that she's uh, going to be doing that. I mean, I've already been excited waiting, wanting to see this because, um, I mean, her story really is quite amazing. So, mm-hmm. But that is my update for um, Henrietta Lacks. Today's uh, Black History... Uh, we'll say hero. Um, I'm still trying to get up his uh, his page so I can better read it to you so I don't mangle any of the things. But um, Dr. James West, and he is an inventor, and he has invented, I had to write this down because it's just fun to say, he invented the electroacoustic transducer electric, or I'm sorry, electret microphone. So what say is that? that? Ten times, say that ten times fast. I, I can't even say it the one time. Although I was practicing before, but I think because I've that's all I was saying, I was able to say it, but I've electroacoustic transducer, electret microphone. Okay, getting better. What is a, what is an electroacoustic transducer electric microphone? It is that thing that you and I are talking into right now. Um, it's the thing that 
you talk into your phone, it's basically a microphone, and it's in 90% of everything that has a microphone. Now, to be completely, like, um, what's the word? Accurate and factual. It's not just James West, but he, he and um, uh, Gerard Sessler had invented this, the technology together, or invented the microphone together, and had invented it in 1962, trying to, you know, better, for better hearing purposes. Uh, they are working different um, instruments at the time, and um, they came up with this microphone, and since 1968, it's been the most, it's basically the go-to standard on microphones usage, and uh, it's used everywhere from concerts to, like I said, phones, it's in your computer. So it's everywhere. So that was his contribution. He's done so many, many other things. Um, he's got, uh, uh, let me get this number right, 250 foreign and U.S. patents for uh, production and design of other microphones and techniques and using this same kind of microphone. And um, he's in the National Inventors Hall of Fame and uh, a member of the National Academy of Engineering. However, with all the honors and awards that he has, he feels that his greatest accomplishments are his four children, Melanie, Lori, James, and Ellington. So Aww. those are much more important than any microphone that he has helped to create and design. And uh, that one got my interest because I am a, I guess, an audiophile. Uh, I love sounds. I love listening and audio production. <laughs> so once I found, like, it's like... What I did, though, actually, because I, I, I've had a list of which I lost. I'm like, I'm trying to find, like, this list of black inventors. And um, so I found a new list, and then I just went down the list. I found a whole bunch of interesting people. But, like, once I found out what an electroacoustic transducer electric microphone was, then I'm like, oh, my God, I've got to talk about this guy because he's amazing. And he's still alive. So he's uh, a young 85 um, and just living life. And doing great things still. So yes, you that is. You called yourself an audiophile. Yes, I did. Get it, audiophile. Uh, you're such a get nerd. Um, did you mean to it. do I, that? I, I did. I did mean to do that. Yes, because I'm. I don't think you meant to I'm, do that. I, I did. I did. I don't. I think it just is a happy coincidence. Perhaps, because I've I've. I may not have said it out loud, but I consider myself a cinephile, which, you know, a person that loves movies. So, right. Sounds and, and audio. So, audiophile, which, yeah. Dr. James West, everybody. Dr. James West. Um, very brilliant man. Uh, genius, yes. Have to, that is a list I think we'll have to compile one of these days of all the people that we consider geniuses. Mm -hmm. I know we slowly talk about people, but yeah. That, that's one of them I think I'll put on there. Um, yeah. And uh, that, like I said, yeah, that's our Black History Fact for the day, or for this episode anyway. Um, going back to other nerdy things, since I just called you out for being a nerd. Uh, but we're, we're happy, proud nerds. We wave our flag high. Uh, and we had a, a pretty good weekend. I went to go visit you recently, which, which is actually kind of funny, because last time I visited, we actually recorded the podcast there. And mm -hmm. this time we didn't do that, but it's cool because we, we filled it up with a whole bunch of things. 
we went to a comic book store and I bought some comics. Um, Black Panther, issue number two, whatever the new... I'm looking over as if like it matters, but um, <laughs> I, I really love the cover, and I think I probably posted it on Twitter before, but it's just this amazing cover. I'm trying to find out a way to display it where it can be admired at any angle. Actually, no, I think it's good because I can see it in a mirror. So, okay, it's good. Um, we visited a vendor uh, who, um, and I'm going to give him a shout-out here, and I'll try to give him another shout-out at the end of the show, but Kaufman's Carvings, uh, and that's carving spelled with a K. So um, go check that out, kaufmanscarvings.com, and they'll etch stuff into stone, like stone coasters or just like plasters you can put on a wall or embed in a wall, mm -hmm. um, glassware. They'll uh, frost things on, on you know glass. I have a, uh, a mug that has uh, Thor's hammer, which he pronounced correctly. Oh, wait, no, he didn't. We made jokes about it, how to pronounce Thor's hammer. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. And then I recently heard somebody say it, and I don't remember how to say it now. So it's meow meow. So yes, don't ask me to say it again. Um, <laughs> let's see what else happened. Uh, Stranger Things, that came out. Um, I do intend to go in deeper, like a an actual spoiler-filled review, um, just waiting on a, a third party to join us for that one. So that'll probably be an episode... I don't want to say the next episode, but soon. But Stranger Things, briefly, is an amazing show. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't really see any flaws in it. Not, not that I can None. pick out. I'm sure there are flaws in it, but... None whatsoever. Uh, it's, it's great. Watch it during the day. <laughs> mm -hmm. And with <laughs> other people. And with other people. Um, but, oh my goodness, great storytelling, great characters... Great mystery. Um, I almost recommended it to my family the other day, but then I thought about uh, Tori, and I don't think she's old enough to watch it. Like, it might creep her out too much. So it's like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not for her. But great show. We'll get into that more later. Um, on my drive home, I listened to... I, 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 I had this conversation with somebody before, and I can I can say that I read the book, even though it was an audio book, so it still kind of counts as reading. Um, but I read uh, Ready Player One, and it was read to me by uh, the great uh, Will Wheaton. Hopefully the silent H's were stressed there. Um, and it was just... An, it fit in so well to um, Stranger Things. Stranger Things takes place in the 80s. Uh, this story, Ready Player One is um, it's set in the future, but the characters all have a strong nostalgia for the 80s. So there's so many like 80s references from pop culture to music, uh, to movies especially. And um, the book itself is about... Um, feels a little bit like Willy Wonka, a little bit like... Um, uh, I was going to say The Matrix, kind of. Um, but... Everyone is playing a game within a virtual setting. And um, in order to win this game, there's a lot of clues that take place in the 80s or 80s pop culture. So there's much more to it, but I'm trying not to say too much so it's not spoilery. But it was a, a great, great story, especially on a trip. <laughs> it, it kept me 
engaged in like what's going to happen next and then I'm already at chapter 33 and <laughs> oh, it's 40 chapters but it, it just it just really went by um, it's a great story and that's uh, by Ernest Klein I believe I didn't write his name down shame on me um, it is he's got another book it is okay uh, another book uh, Armada which I'm kind of eager to check out especially based on this one so this I guess this technically falls under um, young adult novel I think it got some young adult novel awards, perhaps, but mm-hmm. mention all of that also because it is becoming a film um, directed by Steven Spielberg, starring the kid who played Cyclops in the latest uh, X-Men movie. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Of, yeah, I didn't know they they started casting people in it, but um, but he's gonna be the main character. I'm really interested to see how this is going to turn out. It's not very often that I get to read the book before I watch the movie. I don't read too many books like that. If anything, I'll try to read the book real fast before the movie comes out, and that's kind of what happened here. Um, yeah. So, because, you know, I like to be um, on both sides, kind of, like, okay, I'll, I'll see what they did or how what they changed or why they had to change that. Uh, Watchmen was a, a very big one for me, which you know, it counts as a book. It's a graphic novel. So I read the entire thing before the movie came out. Some subtle changes here and there, but I understand why they did it. Mm-hmm. De- defend it. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that is all for that. And we're going to take another quick break. Yeah, we're going to be right back. The Endu Podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Geek Soul Brother and I'm putting the funk in the final frontier. Come join me and my five nerdy venoms on our podcast as we discuss movies, TV, games, comics, anime, and all sorts of special topics in the geek universe. Find us in iTunes and Stitcher, and you can even listen to us live on Tuesdays, 10 p.m. on TalkShoe.com. We love a nerdy conversation. Hey guys, this is Arielle. And this is Deeds of Potluck Dinner Podcast. Check us out on Podbean at potluckdinner.podbean.com. And iTunes, search for us. All right, see you there. Bye. Hello, Indubians. I'm Laura, host of Loudavision, the podcast for visionaries, artists, and creatives. On my podcast, I'm interviewing fellow artists trying to figure out how we can bring our creative vision to life without compromising our values, crushing our soul, and dying poor. Yep, that explains it. You can listen to the Louder Vision podcast on lauramioli.com and connect with me on Twitter at Loudervision. And welcome back to the new podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play, or not pressing stop. Welcome back. But this actually wraps up our, our show today, so I thank you so much for listening. I do want to give a shout-out to, um, again, to Kaufman's Carvings. Again, that's Kaufman, or let me just spell it. Uh, K-A-U-F-M-A-N-S-K-A-R-V-I-N-G-S.com. And, uh, you know, take a look around and maybe order something. Sure, why not? Um, he's got some good stuff, and... Uh, he does it all in hell. Oh, him and his father. I think they do it together. Um, but they've got some great stuff. Uh, make sure you ask for the the nerdy stuff or the, the geeky stuff because he's he's got some some good good stuff there. Um, yep, yep. Tuesdays on well Tuesdays 
at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Eastern time. I was going to say Central time, but that's 7 Central, uh, 6 Mountain, 5 Pacific. <laughs> is and Hawaii, so on and so right? forth. Right, yeah, well, I'm not sure what Hawaii is. Yeah, right. If you're in London, I forgot what the conversion is. I think it's four more hours, but you'll figure it out. Um, yeah, do you have any uh, shout-outs? Um, no. Check out Verve. Go to vervehousecollective.com for creatives and, and business owners and intentional living. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Okay, I, I will definitely do that. Um, thinking you should too. I'm talking to the, talking to the listeners, not, not Courtney. Of course, she's going to go check it out because she's writing it. Um, and uh, I trying to think of something. Oh, the Yip Yip Tuesdays is a live tweet thing. I think I just mentioned it as if you're supposed to know what that is. But uh, we live tweet uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. So join us Tuesday nights uh, on Twitter. You can find it on Amazon Prime. It's also elsewhere on the internet uh, savvy internet users know how to find it so they'll they can find it or if you own the DVDs or something like that um, I think that is everything so I will just tell you all to remember to show love to each other and take care of each other and remember if the world didn't suck we'd all fall off bye have a great week was recorded on planet Earth and is an extension of the Indoob blog found at Indoob.com. You can subscribe and find more episodes on iTunes and Indoob.podbean.com. You can also follow Master Sterling on Twitter at Indoob. I am not allowed. This is Bilford signing off and this has been another 3SFX production. Use your words, Chief. Good boy.